Yes, this is EM Case's Best Case Ever mini-podcast series, and I'm your host, Dr. Anton Hellman. For this month's Best Case Ever, we have with us Dr. Melanie Bamel from Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto, emergency medicine teacher extraordinaire, and she's going to tell us her best case ever when it comes to the patient with hyponatremia. Dr. Bamel, let it rip. So my most memorable case of hyponatremia was in an 18-year-old female. Uh, She presented to the emergency room with nausea and vomiting after having partied all night long. Uh, She consumed a lot of alcohol and a drug that she wasn't sure what it was called, maybe started with an M. The nurse that was taking care of her appropriately came up to me and asked if she could give her something for the nausea and vomiting. And I said, sure, you know, why don't you give her some ondansetron and a liter of fluid uh, and I'll come assess her in a little bit. When I got around to reassessing the patient, I saw that her sodium had come back from the lab in the low 120s and thought to myself, oh crap, like, I just gave this woman a liter of fluid. I wonder what her sodium is now. Well, so what what were you worried about in particular about giving her the liter of fluid? Were you worried that you overcorrected too quickly, that she would end up with central pontine myelolysis or something or what? Yeah, I was worried that I overcorrected her too quickly. I think that in this setting, it was likely an acute cause of hyponatremia, but you never really know, right? Because you don't have a, a prior laboratory value to compare it to. Okay, so you got this 18-year-old. She's looking a bit better now that you've given her a fluid bolus and you find out that her sodium is 120. What did you do then? Yeah, so she looked like a peach when I went to go see her. Uh, she was uh, feeling much better. Uh, the nausea and vomiting had stopped and she wanted to go home. Uh, her vitals had also improved when she came in. She was tachycardic and now she was in normal sinus rhythm with a normal heart rate. And I said, sorry, you're, you're going to have to wait around and I need to recheck your sodium because of uh, the fluid that I gave you. And of course, uh, we didn't monitor her urine output, unfortunately, because we didn't realize that she was hyponatremic. So I rechecked the uh, serum sodium. And in hindsight, now I would also uh, start measuring her urine output from here. And uh, it had gone up about 10 points within a few hours. Okay, so a 10-point correction of the hyponatremia in a few hours. So now you were really worried that her brain was going to demyelinate and she's going to end up in sort of a locked-in syndrome state? Yeah, I was I was worried that I had caused some iatrogenic injury for sure. But she looked she looked golden, eh? I mean, she was she wanted to go home. Yeah, she wanted to go home, and um, it was so it was kind of hard to explain to her why she needed to stay because uh, certainly I didn't w- want the sodium to go any higher than it already had gone. So I consulted my internal medicine colleagues who um, gave her DDAVP and monitored her sodium very closely, and and she did very well in the end. Uh, and it did turn out that she took probably some ecstasy, which uh, was part of the problem. Right? It wasn't just that she was dehydrated or intravascularly volume depleted. It was that she uh, had a component of SIADH. And uh, eventually, when I was giving her fluids, her ADH shut off and she started uh, diuresing a lot of free water and correcting herself. And um, it's just something really important that we need to look out for. So in retrospect, you would have monitored her urine output and maybe not giving her so much fluid off the bat, or yeah, it's hard to say what I would do in retrospect because um, you know hindsight's twenty twenty. I didn't know I hadn't even seen the patient yet. I didn't know whether she had 
taken any drugs other than uh, alcohol. I was just told that she had gone to a party last night and had done some drinking. So I think the important take-home message is that uh, once you recognize that the sodium has gone up to start measuring uh, the urine output and uh, to consult your colleagues or to give DDAVP yourself so that the sodium doesn't climb further. I would have done the exact same thing that you did, and I'm sure most emergency doctors would too, giving a liter bolus up front for the patient who's vomiting, giving them some ondansetron, and good for you for stopping at that point where you realize that the sodium was corrected too quickly, and even though the patient was looking totally golden. You could have easily sent them home with a a quote-unquote improved sodium that was almost back to normal. And instead, you recognized that this could be a dangerous situation and got them admitted and got them taken care of. To find out more about the indications for DDAVP, how to correct sodium once you do find out that it's low, at what rate, and what to do when you find out that you've corrected it too fast. Stay tuned for our episode with Dr. Bamel and Dr. Ed Etchels. Until next time, take it easy. The reality from the emergency department physician's perspective is you don't know what the serum sodium concentration is until several hours after you've started resuscitating the patient. That's not your fault. The key is to recognize that the situation, as soon as you find out that the serum sodium is low and you've been giving the patient uh, intravenous crystalloid, the immediate next steps have to be insert a Foley catheter, fresh urine for urine osmo and sodium stat. And if there's going to be any delays in that, just make the patient NPO and give them four micrograms of DDVP and nothing bad will happen. No one knows what the serum sodium is when they're in triage. And if their blood pressure is low, you got to treat it. If they're vomiting, you got to deal with it. That's the correct management. And the natural inclination is antiemetic plus fluid, right? That's always the right answer. And usually people feel much better and you haven't done anything to their sodium, right? right? We're talking about a very small percentage of people that end up with this situation. Mm -hmm. And it's just recognizing it and dealing with it when it happens and not feeling bad about it is the the, the main thing. 